Uh, Chris, I'm gonna let like, you go. You gonna let me go? Okay. So basically, um, how do I explain this movie? This this woman who, um, in a sense, becomes a guardian for elderly people who can't take care of themselves. Um, you know, she puts them in the system. You know, puts make sure that they are in hospice care, um, and essentially it's, it's supposed to make sure that they are well taken care of well this woman puts them in the hospice center and then ravages their belongings steals their money sells off their clothes their jewelry whatever it is all for profit it's a dirty game a dirty a dirty grind whatever you want to call it and her catch line or catchphrase whatever is I care a lot, and clearly, there's something wrong here. So, okay. I watched it. Go ahead, Paige. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, I watched it, and I, and I I would say that this movie made me mad. Not for the traditional, like I mean, of course, what she was doing was wrong. But Absolutely. The the twist. There's a there's about two twists in here that happen that kind of mm-hmm. make you like mad. At least made me mad. And I gave the the movie um I'd say I I gave it a nine out of ten when I first reviewed it. I'd say I gave it an eight point five out of ten now. Um mm-hmm. because the be, just because just on the fact that it actually pulled some emotion out of me. Like I was really like seething over the fact that this woman i can't even give it away it's a spoiler but you never wanted a person to die more yes than you wanted wanted her character yes (laughs) yes so i give it an 8.5 out of 10 for that fact anthony um yeah you know i um I was sucked. I was sucked into this film um, by it, its editing and the mm-hmm. way its uh, its plot progresses. Um, it has a lot of great twists and turns. Uh, Rosamund Pike, you know, um, I I really like came to know her through Gone Girl, which if you've seen that yeah. film, you know, yeah, one of the best things about that film is her, you know, performance and her character and how. She, she plays kind of like a, a morally questionable character in that film. And in this film, it's kind of around the same, it's, it's in the same realm. Um, but I really liked, uh, I really liked Peter Dinklage in this, man. Um, you know, I got a soft spot for Peter because he played Tyrion on Game of Thrones. But uh, I liked seeing him in this role as a, a Russian gangster. I think he really nailed it. And um, there's a scene towards the end uh between uh, Rosamund Pike and Peter Dicklich, which I feel like, um, I feel everything works in that in that scene, like the directing, the writing, the co- the dark comedy in the exchange between them. And then there's another scene after that uh, where they're going kind of toe to toe a little bit. So um, I like this film for uh, the pace and acting. Nice, what would you, you rate it? Um, I give it a strong eight. Okay. Um... That is, that's fair. I gave it an 8.5 and really, like Chris said, at first I was giving it a 9. But given the fact, I have many reasons 
I mean, obviously it was a great film, especially, uh, I'm not even going to say especially for Netflix because Netflix has already proven that they can, you know, do what needs to be done, especially when it comes to their series. But that's a whole nother story we can talk about later. But I Care A Lot was definitely, um, it was up there. I had, uh, what do you call it? Emotional connection in the sense that, like I said, I, I never wanted a character to die more than I did the main character, which was uh, played by Rosamund Pike. Um, and also, um, I was happy to see Tyrion. The two plot twists, you know, the end, towards the end, really, um, those really sent me, is all, is all I'll say without giving it away. I thought um, all the acting was great, even down to, even down to, you know, some of the sub characters. And um, yeah, it was a solid film. I'm gonna go with the 8.5. And only the reason, the only reason I'm going with an 8.5 instead of a nine is because one, no movie is perfect, but two, um, the way that it ended, without saying so much, the way that it ended, it still ended good. And, res- and you know, it ended how we wanted it to end, but I- It was abrupt. It was abrupt yeah. and I wanted it to be worse. <laughs> so you, know, uh, you gotta watch the film, guys. It's not the ending that threw me off. I felt like that was kind of like, you know, that, I felt like the ending was kind of like telling the audience, like, okay, here you go, like, psych, you know, like, here you go. And yeah, this is what like, y'all want to hear. Right. My problem wasn't that. My problem was that some scenes, and Chris and I was talking about this, kind of require a suspension of disbelief. Mm. Like, I feel like, like, towards the end, like, this started becoming kind of like a twisty, dark comedy thriller, and then it morphed into something that was like, Okay. What? Okay. Well, we we making this girl Superwoman now. Yeah. What what is she? Walter White now? Come on. Yeah. You know, like surreal. It was like, okay, really? Like, you know, she still didn't die. (laughs) You know, I I I think um I think for me the reason I I changed my rating from a nine to eight point five is is because it felt like it was um it it did feel like towards the end they just started rushing it like. Like you could feel that they just had to end everything in a, a quick way, I guess. And I didn't mm-hmm. really like feeling rushed, you know, it's like, it's a film, like it's supposed to like, give it the time that it, that it requires. Don't just, you know, try to box it up. You know, it's, it's Netflix. We, there are, there are, you know, uh, limited series and stuff, you know, that goes on Netflix. So just give it the time that it needs. Don't just try to rush it out. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's why I gave it eight point five. Because in the beginning it felt like it was cool, and then it just started to just kind of felt like they just started to push it a little bit, and I was I didn't like that. So I don't I didn't like feeling rushed throughout the entire thing. Nonetheless, um, for those of you who are listening, it's still a very like still highly recommended to watch. Still a good movie. Um, and you know, an 8.5 is pretty darn high. Just yeah, like that is that, that, that is, means that's a better than average, watchable. more movie. than watchable. Yeah. yeah, that means go to the movies to see it. That means walk out 
satisfied with an opinion and more so so yeah definitely a good movie um what series have you guys been watching oh i just go ahead man no i haven't watched the show in a long time but i just finished re-watching the wire mm, that's fun it, it hits it hits so what'd you say i still have not watched that me either fyi I still have not watched should, it. Uh, it's embarrassing, I know. Okay. All right, cool, cool. Um, let's see. For me, I've been watching American Gods. Um, and it's kind of ugh, this season three, man, it's kind of falling off. Now I will say I am I think I'm on the last episode, you know, and I did read an article saying that it's getting canceled. So hmm. and I could I could see why. Like I it started to um beautifully shot show hands down one of the most beautiful show seen as far as cinematography goes and lighting but the story for this third season has become a little bit hard to follow the characters feel it feels like i don't really care about the characters that much or care about what happens to them and it just seems like they're all running around doing their own thing and you don't you don't get a sense of any kind of urgency. Now, I will say the last, what, the last three episodes, there was an article about them that I read and it says that they, they kind of got a little bit better, but that's because they deal with certain topics that are relevant in in today's society. So they deal with uh, um, gay rights, I guess, and uh, or, or finding, you know, finding who you truly are and living living your best self, you know, despite whatever you're, you're going through. Like there's certain things that they deal with in the show, um, or I'm sorry, in these last three episodes, but it's still not enough to redeem the whole series. It's- Well, I know, I'm just, I'm just talking shit. I'm talking shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I mean, it, it is kind of weird. I, I did notice his hair and I was like, that is kind of a jacked up hairstyle, but. I have been meaning to get into American Gods um, recently. Only watch the first season. Oh, only watch the first season. You guys heard it. Only watch the first season. Um, So this whole time while you were talking, I was um, going through all the shows that I got a chance to watch and movies that I got a chance to watch over the past two weeks. And um, some that stuck out was... This came out a little, like, I want to say a month or two ago, but um, Firefly Lane on Netflix. Um, this is for people who watch drama romance. If y'all don't, um, which probably <laughs> you and Anthony don't. Um, I, mean, I know of the show. I know Kathleen Heigl's in it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was real solid. It was a good, it was a good show. It was good. It was good. That's all I'll say. Watch it. Women who are listening, or anybody who's into drama romance, then I did get a chance to see over the weekend, went to the movies, my two friends to see Promising Young Woman. That was a solid film. I will say, I wish she would have, well, I can't say what I want to say. Then Another I'll ending that made you angry. <laughs> Another ending that made me angry, but we'll go, uh, just watch the movie guys watch promising young woman it's worth the watch certainly um it it talk it addresses some of the issues uh when it comes to it's a it's a kind of 
it's a Me Too movement-ish movie. However, um, I feel like it's just about, you know, at the end of the day, equality, respect, and, you know, not even so much women's rights, just, yeah, absolutely, absolutely about women's rights, but, you know, also absolutely about just being treated fairly and respectful, being respectful. Um, but Genius, Aretha, I watched that. I watched like four episodes with my grandmother. Um, we kind of stopped because one, you know, um, the, the situation with the fact that her family, so first of all, let me tell you what Genius Aretha is. So it is, I believe, a show on National Geographic. They have a show called Genius where pretty much each season they cover the life of a genius. The first season was Einstein, the second season was Picasso, and the third season was Aretha? Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> no offense to Aretha Franklin, just saying, you know, so pretty much- They did that for the clout. That was true. They did it for the clout, absolutely. Cause what? But <laughs> Einstein, Picasso, Aretha Franklin. Okay. Yeah, so pretty much, um, her family, you know, are telling everybody to boycott it because they actually tried to get in on helping tell the story and National Geographic told them to go somewhere. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, my. <laughs> and told the story Boy. without input from her family no, um, and said, that. yeah, we got, you know, we got sources from friends and stuff, you know, like people who no. knew knew her and stuff like that. And so... For that reason, you know, a lot of people are just not watching it. Um, Told you, for the clout. They did it purely for the clout. Nonetheless, it's a pretty decent um, series, if you can. So, like I said, I was watching it with my grandmother, who was 84 years old, and was, you know, around during that time. And so, um, you know, she was just, you know, she enjoyed it, but at the same time, she was like, like, half of this is not true. Um, you know, for for instance, she had a her husband Ted White. He was. They made it seem like you know she was, like. They made it seem like she was abusive towards him, which led him to be abusive towards her. But really, I guess in real life he was like Ike, you know. But they didn't show that in the in the show. They kind of made it like she provoked him, but really he was just a horrible person in real life, apparently. Um, so something leads me to believe that he has something to do with it too but or his family has something to do with it um but that's just one show moving on um another drama i guess romance comedy uh jenny and georgia which is also on netflix um got a chance to binge all of that when i first watched it i thought to myself well i watched like the first episode and i really didn't get into it because i thought it was a little cheesy but um the way that it like develops and, and carries out um, definitely was it was satisfying and I'm looking forward to the second season um, I got a chance to watch Beautiful Boy um, which is a film that I had never seen before but I did hear about it with um, Timothy what's his name anybody Timothy yeah Timothy really yeah. <laughs> yeah Timothy yeah everybody loves him well all the girls love him uh, him and and my boy Steve Corral, 
secret out place his father and in short i will say that basically the character of timothy is a drug addict a very young drug addict he's like 18 19 20 and his dad is constantly like trying to get him on the right path and you know it's really about parents who are struggling with drug addicted children um so yeah and it's a it's based on a true story actually so that was interesting and last but not least i started watching this film i mean this show just last night called the irregulars on netflix um it's a series about these homeless kids who one of the girls she has powers to see into the future it's like back in it's in london and like i don't know like the 40s or something like that maybe even 30s and they are basically like crime stoppers from what i could see but they're like crime stopping uh paranormal things so it's interesting I mean it's like it's PG-14 so you know but it's definitely some stuff in there that's like a little gory um it's a good it's a good watch though I mean you could sit through it for sure I I forgot to mention that I did watch Uncut Gems and Mm -hmm. I also watched Good Time both were films that Anthony recommended and 24 by the way same directors too. Yeah. Yes, yes, they are. Both both directed by the same people. Um those films are amazing. Now, if you are anxious, uh if you're an anxious person, I would not recommend you watch these films because these films will have you anxious the entire time. Um so, you know, there's, you know, viewer discretion is advised, but my goodness, if you like high stakes films without it being just like always somebody's gun in your face kind of high stakes, um, those two films will definitely get your your your, your buzz on. You, you'll get a kick out of them for sure. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. say both. I mean, it's just <laughs> just bad choices in in all in both of those films, and you just see everything just goes down into a, a negative spiral. Uncle um, Jim's was absolutely an anxiety attack. And I'll yes. say that to my grave, is that it, I have anxiety and it sent me through the ringer. And I was in the movies watching it and I was just like, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of here now, please. <laughs> he was stressing me. That was his best performance though. I'm Listen, I love Adam Sandler to death. Like, I love all of his movies, but that one, hmm. You know what's crazy? Like, <laughs> there are actually, you know, people out there that will make, like, decisions like that, though. Like, in those films, like... Yeah. And the crazy thing is, if you're used to only hanging out with people in your circle and things like that, and you never branch out into other circles, like, you don't even really think about those kind of people existing, but they do. And no, they yeah. absolutely do. I know a few. <laughs> yeah, they, they they definitely exist. Um, I was gonna say too, it's always the comedians that have the easiest transition to drama. Like mm-hmm. um, when you look at uh Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey with Truman Show, Man on the Moon, 
Melissa McCarthy with that one film she was in, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Mm-hmm. Steve Carell mm-hmm. with, you know, Beautiful Boy, mm-hmm. uh, Foxcatcher. The comedians have the easiest transition to drop. Wyvern Williams. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even in Promising, One Young, um, Promising Young Woman, it was a lot of comedians in there that were playing serious roles. Yeah, Bo Burnham. He was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was quite a few. Uh, superstar, she played she played an impromising young woman. You remember the movie Molly Superstar? Shannon. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, it was it was a uh, quite a few though. I was I was surprised to see, and everybody was playing very serious roles. So uh, yeah, and then, comedy is where the real is. talent was. There is one more series I just started watching, and it's called The, the Girlfriend Experience on mm-hmm. Stars. Would I love um, that show? You do I gotta check it out. I, I watched the first episode. I, now I haven't watched the movie. Apparently, this is from this is a spinoff from the movie. So I gotta yeah, watch I, the movie. Yeah, I hear good things about the movie. I haven't seen the movie. I just watched the show. It's thirty-seven yeah. episodes. Yes, yeah, three like, seasons. Like two seasons or something. Or oh, it's three. Three seasons. My bad. Oh, well, the third season no. is coming out May second. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that gives yeah, me just so. enough time to watch the first and second season. So I'm gonna. It's, it's kind of a little bit. It's kind of an erotic show, but mm-hmm. if you can get past all that, it's 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 the story is really rewarding. Like it's it's a very, it's a smartly written and directed show. Okay. Yeah. Right here it says the girlfriend experience further develops the original premise of a young attorney in training who leads a double life as a high-end escort. These girlfriends, however, provide far more to their clients than just sex. So you can tell by the by the description that yes, it is a little bit racy. So if you don't like those kinds of uh, you know shows, I say stay away. But um, like Anthony was saying, if you can look past that, or even if you enjoy that. Um, it's you know it might be a show that you want to check out. So it seems it seems it seems pretty good. Like I watched the first episode and I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of into it. So I'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. It's on my watch list for sure. Um, I see it has some some actors that I like in it too. So that's always fun. You shared an article with us, Chris. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. About how uh, the the upcoming Idris Elba film, uh, Cocaine Cowboys. Concrete Cowboys. There you go. Cocaine Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's a great documentary that's stuck in my head called Cocaine Cowboys. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, man. I don't know if you guys have watched the short film that is in the article. Um, I wish, you know, in the notes, we should post the, the link to this article because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're an aspiring filmmaker, I think it has some great advice. Um, okay. And, you know, basically the people that wrote the film Concrete Cowboys. Um, they've been writing for 12 years. I, I forgot their name. But director, writer Ricky Stop, and producer, writer Dan Wasser are the founding team behind Neighborhood Film Co., a production team who recently released their first feature film, Concrete Cowboy, starring Idris Elba and Caleb McLaughlin. Um, Caleb McLaughlin is the guy that plays in uh, Stranger Things. He's like the token black boy in the <laughs> film Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's how you that's how you summarize him. The token uh-huh. black kid. He is. He uh, is. Hey, the I, 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 I bet you everybody knows who I'm talking about. I bet you everybody. What about the black sister? Yeah, you know. 
She's the sister to the token black. She's the sister to the. I don't mean token black family. Okay. I don't mean I don't mean in any disrespect by it, but that was just like the quickest way I could describe him. Um, but uh, yeah, so this these two writers they've been writing for twelve years, um, and then they finally um, they knew like a producer knew them or something, and so the producer got in contact with somebody else, and they all had a meeting and stuff, and um, they they watched the short film that these two guys created, and it's it's amazing, like. I'm telling you guys, you guys should really check out this short film. It's 15 minutes. It's, it's called The Cage. And um, I guess it's on Film Supply. So right here it says The Cage, Film Supply Films. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I guess we could try to find it on YouTube, but if not, go to Film Supply. And okay. um, truly an amazing film um, or a short film. Um, and they said that a lot of like Concrete Cowboys is kind of of the same genre as the short film so Mm. a lot of their stuff is going to be the exact same so oh i actually seen the cage yeah i watched uh i watched it when it came out on film supply uh yeah yeah. so i'm interested in seeing the concrete cowboys i mean just everything from like down to the cinematography story Everything it was, amazing, it was beautiful, wasn't it? it was, yeah, it was um, gorgeous, and, and the message behind it was just absolutely great. Yeah, yeah, it's like what I wish that I could accomplish one day. Anyway, <laughs> you will be able to, you know what I'm saying? Like we're all learning in this. I mean, and they've been writing for 12 years. Like I haven't even been doing uh, film for 12 years. I've been doing it for out. It'll be six years this summer. So like I've been doing half of that and i haven't even even been writing that long you know what i'm saying so like you got time Paige. it's it's a thing that takes time yeah we all and, have time yeah for sure for sure um so yeah that i recommend it too um so what about the uh concrete convoy yeah yeah so i'm looking at the imdb right now but it doesn't come out till when friday comes out this friday on netflix Cool. Yeah, it's so. Concrete Cowboys looks like an interesting concept. I mean, you got these, you know, these black men that are riding horses. Now, apparently, I, I think, and correct me, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is like kind of based on a true story. Okay. So uh, it's inspired by Fletcher Street Stables, the city's vibrant urban cowboy subculture. So that's a Philly thing, I guess. Hmm. Philly has some uh, interesting, some interesting street culture, is what yeah. I'll say. I don't I, know too much about Philly besides the Fresh Prince. I uh, watched, or maybe that was Baltimore. I think it was Baltimore, because I was thinking of um, this film called Charm City Kings. Did you see that, Anthony? I didn't, but I heard about it. Yeah, that's on HBO. Um, it was pretty decent. It was, yeah, it was pretty decent, but it, it, uh, was about, you know, uh, the bike culture, so to speak, in Baltimore, I believe. But anyways, this, um, looking at, like, looking at some of the steels and stuff like that, it kind of puts me in the same mindset of, of this concrete cowboy. 
So I'm, I'm definitely going to check out Concrete Cowboys, especially since they said that it's very similar to The Cage. So, Yeah, do you guys uh, want to watch that this week and then come back next week and talk about it? Let's do it. Concrete Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, Concrete Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I can do it. It's fine. <laughs> what did you have in mind, <laughs> Anthony? <laughs> yeah, was there anything that you wanted us to watch? I can do a double feature. Um... <laughs> No, I mean, uh, I was also going to check out Godzilla vs. Kong tomorrow. I mean, oh. yeah, yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, we can we can watch we can watch that, and we you know we can also watch the Godzilla movie. Um, I'll just say, dude, I've been kind of disappointed. Like, I saw the first <laughs> Godzilla, uh, which was kind of whack. I saw Skull Island, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that and was now I'm watching. You say what? Uh, Skull Island was actually a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, it, it was good. And then I'm watching King of the Monsters, which is you know kind of back to back to the whackness. Um, <laughs> I hope this movie's good, man. Um, I, I hope I hope this is good. Like I don't I don't like the movies where they focus on the human emotional drama for like 75 percent of the movie, and then 25 percent is just is just the monsters fighting. Like it should be half and half. It should, it should be half or, human or emotional drama. Five monsters and twenty five percent humans. Like, jeez. Right. You what? know, it should be half human drama, half monsters fighting. I, I think, think half and half is fair. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that. Half and half. Because we we want you know to be able to relate to the story. We don't know. Yeah. We don't really know the mind of monsters. Like, we just know they <laughs> they gonna fight. You know. <laughs> unless, unless unless we're considering Rosamund Pike a monster, then I think yeah. we understand her mind. Yeah, human monsters. Uh, yeah, that's a relatable monster. We are she's not no, in real life. She yeah, she's. I don't think she is, but you know, you never know. But she could just be a really amazing actor. So, um, yeah. I wish I had a tip, like a filmmaker's tip, but today I don't. I don't have, I didn't really have time to sit down and think about um, any advice or anything. I, I feel like I have a lot of stuff floating around in my head, but I just don't have anything put together. The tip is don't, don't burn out. <laughs> hey, there you go. Don't burn, burn out, out is control, real. <laughs> control your schedule. If you need to take a mental health break, go ahead and take that mental health break, whether it is from work, if you can, don't, don't get fired. Um, uh, well, actually, you know what? Walk away from that job. Shoot, if that job is burning you out, walk away from it. Uh <laughs> this is coming from Chris. Don't, I don't have no, no saying what he say. Oh, my goodness. All right, but within look, reason, all, y'all, within yes, reason, within, within reason, all things, all things considered, look at your situation and make the right decision for you. Um and you nice. know just make sure make sure you take care of your of your mental health. That's it. I'm sitting here watching Sanford and something. I'm gonna catch y'all later. I'm, <laughs> I'm about to watch uh, the last episode of uh, American Gods, so I can be done with it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like that fun, but I just yeah. Really that, so dang. Yeah. I'm about to go wrap up. Uh, maybe Ozarks. Oh, okay. That's a good good one to bring back up. But uh 
All right. Uh, so Godzilla versus Kong and um, Concrete Cowboy. Yes. All right. That is all. So all of our listeners, we are out. I'm Paige. I'm Anthony. I'm Chris. And thank hey. you for tuning into the vault. To the vault. Peace. We got to get better at this, y'all. We have got to get better. <laughs> God bless y'all. Good night. <laughs>